The Capital Ideas Podcast now has a new monthly edition hosted by Capital Group CEO Mike Gitlin. Investment professionals reveal their best mentors, how they find their next great idea, and a few funny stories. Subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. American Funds Distributors, Inc. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Let's get to our guest. Uh, King Lu uh, is Greater China Chief Economist at HSBC Global Research, joining us uh, from our studios in Hong Kong. King, uh, thanks for being with us. Let's talk about the reopening and how you view the situation right now. Pretty aggressive steps from the government to kind of relax some of the restrictions. We have seen this kind of rollout in stages, and this weekend will mark a very important inflection point in the process. How do you see this impacting the overall economy in China? Uh, Happy New Year. Thanks for having me. Uh, So actually, it's fair to say the reopening happened um, faster than most had expected back in uh, November, December. And uh, um, the reopening actually will be the big theme uh, for this year. And uh, the momentum can carry into next year. We think uh, overall, uh, after the first quarter of the potentially very challenging transitional period. Uh, From the second quarter on, China's economy will rebound strongly, especially for consumption, which had been subdued uh, all through the pandemic. Uh, And the rebound can be supported by uh, both a better outlook and, uh, you know, economic recovery uh, as the mobility restrictions will be removed. And also the excess savings accrued over the past three years. Yeah, we've also heard from the PBOC recently, it's been reiterating its position that there will be targeted and prudent monetary policy. In practical terms, uh, what does this mean and how do you see it supporting equities? In our view, the uh, targeted uh, uh, kind of easing from PBOC basically means they will likely rely more on the quantitative tools, uh, especially the structural tools, so to speak, they introduced, uh, you know, in recent years, including various schemes of the relending. Um, and then the reason uh, they want to be targeted is, uh, I think, you know, uh, basically trying to um, you know, avoid the kind of the big flooding of the liquidity. Um, and at the same time, the U.S. Uh, Fed, uh, probably the um, interest rate will stay elevated. So they want, also want to minimize the potential headline monetary policy divergence from the U.S. What about some of the other policies that uh, Beijing has employed to support, let's say, for example, property developers in the real estate market? How far along are we now in that process? And are you seeing signs of stability or Or um, is there the risk maybe that things wobble a little bit here in the new year, given some of the uncertainty that we've talked about with respect to the reopening? 
Right. I think for the property sector, it's fair to say probably the worst has passed、um, since November last year. The government's stance toward the property sector has changed dramatically. We have seen,、uh, for example, the focus has shifted from let's ensure、uh, delivery of the un- unfinished projects to let's ensure the、uh, developers would have enough uh, funding. Uh, so that change,、uh, using a metaphor, is kind of like、uh, previously they focus on watering the leaves of the plant, but now they are trying to make sure the water can get to the roots and. And、that's very important.、Uh, at the same time, we see from the local government level,、uh, you know, lots of cities have、uh, eased their、uh, home purchase restrictions. And uh, uh, even yesterday,、uh, the PBOC and CBRC are saying there's more flexibility about the mortgage rate cuts. So, can we say with confidence that the worst of the crisis is now over in terms of property in China? I think you know, for the physical market rebound,、uh, it will need uh, uh, for China to emerge from COVID because lots of、uh, home purchase will require the offline activities. But at least from the sentiment perspective, from you know、uh, how easy the developers can access funding,、um, now is much better.、Uh, and we have seen basically the capital market、uh, respond positively to the changes as well. You were talking a moment ago about domestic demand. I'm thinking of the Chinese consumer. Uh, certainly, you got to believe that everything、uh, the population has been through since the pandemic began nearly three years ago has just been excruciating. We've got the Lunar New Year holiday a couple of maybe ten days from now, and I'm wondering if you have expectations about how people will participate in normally in a very festive period right now, and a lot of spending on the retail side. It has driven things from travel to retail sales. Do you do you have a sense of how well the Chinese Chinese consumer will behave during this period. Well,、uh, actually, we think you know. First thing, this might be the busiest、uh, tra- Lunar New Year travel season、uh, since 2019. Lots of people plan to、uh, you know go back to their home and reunite with their family,、uh, especially because this year we don't see any mo-、uh, mobility restrictions. That being said,、uh, you know the virus is still ripping off the whole country. You know, especially the rural areas probably will get、uh, hit when the migrant workers return to their home.、So So we don't expect the consumption to、uh, rebound very strongly during this Lunar New Year period, which is only、uh, less than two weeks from now.、Uh, but probably the recovery will come more meaningfully from second quarter of this year. So as things improve、uh, quarter on quarter, what's a credible growth target for 2023 in China? We actually think China can grow、uh, by five percent this year. And then the momentum can carry into next year. So next year we expect a 5.8 percent growth. And uh, uh, you know, basically the as I mentioned, consumption will uh, uh, drive the growth. Uh, at the same time,、uh, the external demand probably will be、uh, you know, less impressive this year, given the recessionary pressure is on the rise in other parts of the world.、Uh, at the same time, the property sector might rebound uh, modestly, uh, which basically means overall the invest. Investment、uh, could have uh, uh, still a decent growth of around five percent. We were talking a, a day or two ago about the significance in the Ant Financial、um, story being allowed to access 
about one and a half billion U.S. And I'm wondering whether or not it's fair to say that in terms of some of the regulatory clampdowns that we have seen come out of Beijing on consumer-facing tech, that the worst of that is over as well. Is that a fair statement, or are you a little concerned? Actually, I think that's a fair statement. Um, we hear from last month's uh, important meetings, basically saying that um, internet sector has made good, uh, you know, improvement from their compliance, etc. And also, I think if we put the uh, regulation of different sectors into perspective, like the antitrust for the internet sector, the big tech in finance or fi- uh, fintech, um, uh, those practices are more or less uh, benchmark. Marking the global best practice, but at the same time, you know, we haven't seen in any other country uh, lots of regulations seem to be uh, all delivered in in one year or maybe in less than a year uh, back in 2021. So we start to see, uh, uh, for example, the top leaders from China talking about uh, people. I mean, they need to worry about or they need to manage well um, the policy of composition, which means um, you know their need. Uh, they need more transparency mm. uh, for regulation and collaboration. King Lu, uh, thank you so much for being with us. Happy New Year to you as well. King Lu is a Greater China Chief Economist at HSBC Global Research, joining us here on DBA. You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. What could you do if your data was working for you? and not against you. With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com slash enterprise data to learn more.